You are controlled by the notion of sex. Buy this and you will be desirable. Buy that. Do this thing. Don't do that thing. You have that all around you. There are so many controlling elements around this topic because it is something that is very curious to you and it is something that many of you hold a strong desire to experience and experiment with. But then it gets labeled and then it gets placed under the control of another and it becomes demonized in some cases. And that is all, that, those are all aspects of, of the human created matrix that we speak of. My name is David Strickle, and I share the eternal consciousness of Source, known as the Stream. We are here to challenge your human programming, those limiting beliefs and feelings of unworthiness that you may be carrying with you. We are here to show you that you are loved, you are worthy, and that abundance is always available to you. Whatever belief system you've created for yourself up until now, we are going to ask you to set that aside for a brief period during this interaction. We ask that you open your mind to new ideas, perhaps ones that may seem radical when you first hear them, and use your own critical thought to sort through them. We will share a new technology with you, a human technology, one that we have proven to work for people all over the world. We will not ask you to just believe, but rather apply what is being offered in your own life, your own experimentation, if you will. We will never ask you to follow rules or worship anything. Your experience here on earth is your choice, always. We are offering a new path for humanity, one where fear and judgment is significantly detuned. Humanities and even your own demons are diminished, and joy, clarity, and abundance are an achievable way of life for all. And it's all inside work, with tools you already possess and have perhaps been taught to ignore because they gave you power. We are here to return that power to you. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast. I am here with three people that I think you're going to find very interesting. Some of them you know, some of them you may not. Uh, we are here with Wendy Pristinsky. Taya Bootcamp graduate uh, and works uh, in our organization. And she has done a separate podcast about asexuality and all of the branches of, of sexuality. So I asked her to come back because this entire podcast is the streams teachings on sexuality. And that's going to include what we would call sexuality in the matrix, meaning our human programmed thoughts on sexuality. That's how we refer to the matrix. It's also going to include alternative sexuality, the things that are outside of the matrix or used to be outside of the matrix and maybe they're becoming more of the matrix and even gender, gender identity. So we're, we're kind of combining all of these things in the sexuality topic. So let's start by letting our panel uh, inter introduce themselves to you. As I said, first we have Wendy. Hello there. Right, so as David said, I, um, I'm a Taya graduate and I graduated in 2018. And I also work with the uh, Stream of David um, uh, Facebook group. I'm one of the uh, uh, administrators. And uh, one of my areas of interest is the uh, asexual spectrum. And that would uh, include um, different labels under the asexual spectrum. And I could do a quick um, explanation if I may. Right, so asexuality is defined as a lack of a sexual attraction to others. 
and there's different uh, subcategories under that umbrellas, but I'm just going to go over the main ones. So you also have gray asexuality or gray ace. Um, ace is also a, a uh, slang term for asexuals. So you have the, your gray aces and they will have more lower levels of asexuality than most, most people usually. And they also have dem demisexual, which is people who may have sexual attraction only to people that they've really developed a, um, a, a, an emotional bond with. And there's several other micro labels that, um, that are out there. And um, there's some really good um, resources if you want to learn more about that. There's AVAN, A-V-A-N, which is the ACES Visibility Education Network. And that's uh, there's a good website there. There's also the Trevor Project if you want to learn more about that. And um, yeah, so that's kind of my area of expertise. So I'm here to bring some balance to that. And so I'll just pass it back to you, David. Sure. And uh, you forgot to mention the podcast that you did. You went really deep into all that stuff. So I don't know if we're going to mm -hmm. get that quite that deep in this episode, uh, but maybe we will. We'll see. It's wherever the stream goes and wherever you all decide to take, take them. Uh, and next we have Matt Garden, probably familiar with Matt if you listen to our podcast a lot. Hi, Matt. Hey, David. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Matt Garden. I've been a uh, tire practitioner for a number of years now and i um, a uh, good friend of David's and uh, heavily involved in uh, the tire community and interested in talking about my experiences and my growth um, as a uh, tire practice practitioner and how that has uh, influenced my experience of uh, of sex over the over the past couple of years. Fantastic, and we have Cat Wonders. You know Kat from my book, Soon to Be Books, uh, editor and, and co-author, and uh, very, very involved also in the Taya organization. Matt and Kat are both uh, in the Taya Mastery Program. Kat? Matt and Kat are both Matt involved, yes. Heavily involved in Taya. It has completely changed my life, so it's been years and years of being involved with Taya and kind of following David around, <laughs> interested in everything, everything word-related, but um, also on top of my uh being a word nerd and a uh, grammar goddess i'm heavily heavily interested in sexuality and i'm actually a sex coach also so uh kind of on the complete opposite spectrum of what wendy does i am definitely more interested in heavily sexual <laughs> topics and um encouraging people to embrace that side of them especially those who have severe sexual trauma and overcoming that getting out of the victim vibe embracing sexuality on all sides uh because you know my views of um what's right and wrong are very different than a lot of the mainstream topics so uh mine mine can really go down the rabbit hole so we're gonna be saving my topics for last but yeah I've, i even write um taya based books about sexuality and i have several out now too so that's that's me yeah, so if they want to research that more, you, they can search Cat Wanders, Q-A-T, Wanders, W-A-N-D-E-R-S on Amazon. Yep. And all your titles are there. All right, well, let's do this. I, I know we're all here to hear what the stream has to say about all these interesting topics. So let's take a moment and quiet our minds and do a little meditation and set an intention for the stream to flow. And they are going to come in and, and answer any and all questions that you have around this. As always, there's nothing taboo with the stream. So whatever you want to ask is, is what's going to flow in this, this interaction.
The biggest thing I got from boot camp was the self-awareness. Knowing, like before, I don't think I realized what limiting beliefs I held that were keeping me from creating what I wanted in my life. Through boot camp, you go through a process of looking back on your life, on your life experiences, and revisiting and acknowledging things that happened, not so that you can dwell in them, but actually so that you can heal and also learn to appreciate them for the ways in which they helped you to grow and to become who you are. Trust was always a very, very uh, difficult thing for me in the past. And with Taya Bootcamp, I've been able to actually learn what it feels like to trust. Trust in my abundance, trust in myself. Joining Taya and going through all the modules and using all the tools on a daily basis, I really went deeper within myself as to what those hidden transgressors were and what was really bothering me in life. And the transformation is amazing. I'm smiling all the time. I'm happy. I have an amazing relationship with my daughter now. I sit, I listen to her. I no longer snap at anyone, <laughs> which is great. Um, my friends see a difference. I love the Thai community so much, every aspect of it. I loved um, meeting with David, meeting with the coaches, um, meeting with my mentor. It was just really nice to feel so supported and to feel like I wasn't just a number in a program. Like everyone, all of my coaches knew my, my stuff, knew what, knew what my struggles were, knew what I was dealing with. Um, they knew me personally. Until I'd come to Tyre, I hadn't found the, the joy and that depth of love and acceptance and the allowance and the unity of community. That, that was phenomenal. My mother asks me too, she says, so how was it? I'm like, it was life-changing. I'm like, can't you tell? And she could tell. My father can tell. These are the people that I fought with on a daily basis. Like they, they see it in me. My daughter sees it. Mommy, you're so happy now. It's something you do for yourself. A lot of us don't do anything for ourselves. Uh, it's an investment in you, an investment of your future. It'll change your life. And uh, you won't ever look back because that's how I feel, like I'm never gonna look back and I'm just a better version of myself. We are here. Thank you for joining us today. We're gonna be discussing human sexuality and could you give us a few words about humanity and sexuality? I know it's a big one, but could you just give us an overview of where we are right now? The The, this is a broad topic and, and, and you could invest many, many hours of your time in, in, in querying us around all of this. We will make the very broad statement that humanity is operating in a matrix. You, you, you hear us speaking of this often of late, that, that there is a human operating system that is crafted by humans, created by humans, 
that, that most of you tend to project yourselves into and, and operate in. And it, it, it is something that absolutely propelled humanity to where you are now in terms of your level of sophistication. However, you are in a polarized environment. So there's contrast on all topics. The, the positive aspects of that propulsion is all of your technology and creation and communities that you've created and things around all of that. The, what you might consider contrast of all of that is that in creating your, your segmented communities, you've created contrast in the fear and judgment that's associated with those segments. So you, you've all managed to segment yourselves by geographic location, by race. You've assigned this concept of race. You've assigned a concept of gender. You've assigned a concept of, of, of sexuality in terms of sexual behaviors. You've assigned a lot of judgment around that. And you've assigned a lot of severe punishment around all of that. Human beings are, are not that different than, than all of the other creatures of, of your planet. Reproduction is something that you are all naturally driven to do. So by design, you, you are all designed to desire reproduction, to desire an act that would result much of the time in reproduction. However, humans are very sophisticated beings. And, and certainly you have preferences that move well beyond simply performing an act for the purpose of reproduction. And you will notice that that shows up in the animals of your world as well. They, they are not necessarily completing an act of reproduction every time they, they engage physically with one another. So the idea of sexuality is something that comes very natural to you. It is something that, that you enjoy by and large that, that can be very pleasurable, but there is so much judgment and even fear attached to it. And because so much judgment and fear has been attached to it, you, you, you've branched off in all of these different categories to define it so that you can have an identity that allows you a certain degree of freedom in that identity, but because you're in a polarized environment, it also delivers a certain degree of judgment very often. But this ideal emerged in the matrix of what sexuality is supposed to be. And that ideal emerged very much tied to reproduction. And the, the, to, to put it in the most simple terms, the, the purpose behind that was because re reproduction created more members of any given community. And when you are separating yourselves and judging each other and fearing each other and battling each other, there, there is safety and commerce in a growing population. So this act that you all naturally are driven to explore at least, certainly from there, your preferences are just that, they are your preferences. But the power of all of that was harnessed by your leaders and channeled into reproduction only. And in doing that, you, you see that there is a lot of fear and judgment inserted into laws and religion and e even cultures around sex. And now you're, you're moving through this period 
the, the reason that we are coming and, and, and providing the teachings that, that we are is because humanity has moved far enough along your, your developmental journey where you no longer need all of those human constructs anymore. You are all getting together and coming to understand like never before across humanity that all of those constructs are just that, that someone decided that this was going to be the way that it is, and then it became a rule, and then it became a law. But there are no true laws other than universal law. Universal law is very simple. We, we speak of it all the time. But human-created law, that is the creator of the matrix that you all operate in until you decide not to any longer. So when you're in the matrix, you're judging yourselves against an ideal against a set of rules, against a, 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 what is accepted culturally. But notice that as more and more and more of you come to question your institutions, more and more and more of you are stepping out of that matrix. Not necessarily all at the same rate and certainly not all stepping out the same way. But on this topic, you have witnessed a lot of stepping out of the human created matrix of behavior, of expectations and you are stepping into these, these different identities. We, we are not guiding you out of your human journey at all, but we will guide you because you, you are here for our teachings, for our guidance. We will guide you to indeed question everything. We will also guide you to always go inward and discern your own preference regarding everything. The very best guidance that is available to you is your own inner guidance. But we understand there is confusion around what is your true inner guidance and what is a belief system that is crafted for you, basically by you as a reaction to everything that you've manifested thus far. So with all of that, we, we are here to answer any and all questions on this topic. Thank you. So my first question on this would be, Absolutely, there are lots of people who right now who are, who are questioning, who are exploring, like me. And would you have some advice for those who want to separate those, those teachings of fear and judgment from their society, from their families, from their culture? How can they extract how they, how they really feel, their, their true sense, uh, their sense of who they truly are? How can they extract that from all those teachings that are, are kind of holding them back right now? Understand that that, that extraction is by and large a, a journey, a, a journey of unraveling a belief system that perhaps a being has, has created over a lifetime. So it's, it's, you may listen to a set of teachings such as this and have a light bulb moment, have an aha moment, but expecting that aha moment to completely rewrite a belief system that is well ingrained, you are placing a lot of pressure on yourselves when you do that. But th there are some tools that we offer and some of them are quite simple. The more you, 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 you we, we, we have described your, your layers of, of programming like an onion and, and begin to visual, visualize and think about peeling away the layers of fear and judgment that you have absorbed that you have learned as a, as a habit, peeling those layers away systematically by questioning and going inward and questioning and going inward and asking yourselves, if you remove fear and judgment, how do you feel about it? 
if you completely remove judgment and understand the first few times that you try that exercise, you are not even going to necessarily know what removing judgment is because there's so much of it offered in your environment, but this is a practice. And over time, you practice these things and you remove a little more judgment, you remove a little more judgment, and you do this systematically, more and more and more clarity will set in. And as the clarity sets in, you will come to understand that you are free to conduct yourselves any way that you want. Certainly, there, there are, are rules that humanity has created that if you step out of those rules, you can get yourselves into trouble. But most of those rules in your current day society, by and large, not everywhere, are related to, to, to harming one who is, is disinterested or even innocent to, to what you are seeking to do. Understand that when you are operating above neutral, you are up your spiral, you are never going to be doing anything or seeking to do anything or even thinking about doing anything that is harmful to others, meaning against their will. You, you simply cannot do it. You cannot be in, in, in the love of source and seek to actively harm another for your own pleasure. It is not possible. So if you allow that to be the line that you choose not to cross, and, and we are not judging any of it, but when it comes to what you may call the law of the land, that is what typically gets you into trouble on these topics. When you decide to go below neutral and bring harm to another for any reason, but understand when that, when that is connected to sexuality, very often that is rooted in sexual oppression, or at least the, the idea of sexual oppression. The, the, the one who is down there spiral feeling like a victim, and because they feel like a victim, they then give themselves permission to harm another, to pay it forward, if you will. That's a reality in your environment, and you've all gotten together and you, you, you've set up some laws, but you've changed a lot of these laws. As you've evolved to become more sophisticated, you've eased up on the behaviors of what you call consenting adults. And in doing so, all of these other things have emerged. And what you've seen emerge are all of these other things that, that you might label as fringe. And, and what you mentioned at the onset of this interaction, the, the idea of no sexuality, of no interest in sexuality, that comes attached to a lot of judgment in your, your society as well, that there's something wrong with you, that you must have some sort of disorder or trauma. And that is why you're, you were choosing that, that path. But understand your chosen path is just that, that if society is pressuring you to, to do anything, and when you remove fear and judgment, your preference is not to do it then you are trusting your own inner guidance. And there is nothing better for you than your own inner guidance because your inner guidance is not some external thing that's asserting itself guiding you. Your inner guidance is the wholeness of that which you are. Your inner guidance is, is your version of this. You are an expression of source. Source is part of you. When you're above neutral and, and, and your, your intuition is flowing and you are a joyful being, you cannot go wrong in your decision-making. 
because abundance is a natural state of being. So your source guidance is always going to guide you toward your version of abundance. And if you are moving through a period or even a lifetime of wanting to experience something or not, that is your preference to discern. Wonderful. This is really good stuff. And I encourage you, anyone who's listening to this recording, just uh, just to rewind and listen to that again and again a couple of times, because there was a lot in there. There was a lot in there. And yeah, it, um, it definitely demands a repeat. Yeah, listen to that a couple of times. I'm going to pass along to Matt and Kat. So if there's anything you, you guys want to share or ask. Thanks, Wendy, and thank you, Stream. Uh, I think you've you've spoken a lot about uh, preference and about personal uh, journeys. One of the things um, that that we find is that you know the, the the world we live in today, certainly the Western world, is terribly sexualized. Everything is very very sex heavy, uh, either provocative or. Um, judgmental or putting you know unrealistic pedestals up on on on, on display for everyone uh, and this idea of finding your own journey and finding your own path can be particularly um, inspiring to people who are just discovering you do you have just some words of, of guidance for those who are just discovering the stream and just trying to come to terms with either accepting their own sexuality or maybe deciding they want to spend a bit more time unpacking what their sexuality is. A lot of people assume a sexuality through peer group pressure. I understand if you are new to our teachings, we are, we are going to speak often of, of your, your operating system, the operating system that you created by default as a reaction to, to what you are experiencing very early on in life. You, you, you are often shielded from sexuality somewhat earlier in life, although, as you have stated, it, it's all around you. So you are absorbing ideas of all of that from day one on planet Earth because it's all around. Also, you did not start out as a human being vibrationally as, as a strand of consciousness. You work your way into that level of sophistication. And you have been infinite expressions of source moving into humanity. So you have been infinite types of beings. And certainly that is, that is without gender. That, that, that is not specific to, to any type of being whatsoever. You've experienced it all. To project into humanity, that is a rather sophisticated way of being in your environment. So you're, you're, you're coming in as a sophisticated being to begin with, even though you have to learn to be a new human being from, from, from birth on, you're, you are essentially overshadowing your eternal wisdom of all that you are with your ego consciousness, your human consciousness, and you are relearning your environment. But your desires, your preferences, all of that innate beingness that you are, you are bringing that in with you. And it is not specific to the label that you receive as to what you are in physical, in your physical vehicle. That, 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 that is a fraction of all that you are. So you are bringing that in with all of these past experiences and all of these past preferences and, and all of these things you are projecting in that way. We will say that 
the idea that you are born into the wrong body or the wrong gender or something of that nature, that, that is a little off base because you did choose your point of entry vibrationally. However, what you see occurring, and you're seeing this expressed more and more and more publicly, are beings that project in, and they do not prefer the labels that are placed on that identity. The types of behaviors and preferences that you're told you're supposed to have are behaviors. All of that is human creation. So while not one of you is born into the quote-unquote wrong situation or wrong body, you absolutely are born into a, a, an environment that is a, a human-created matrix that right off the bat is telling you what type of toys you're supposed to play with, what type of clothes you're supposed to wear, what you're supposed to like, and what you're not supposed to like. But that is not, that is not congruent with your true nature. Your true nature is far more fluid than that. So as you move through your life experience, you are now coming to understand that this fluidity is a natural state of being. This flu because you're vibrational, you're all vibrational beings. So you're not going to be one static vibration. You're simply not. You're going to move through experiences and preferences and periods. And the more open you are, the more you remove fear and judgment, the more, as you all like to say, the more you open your minds to other ideas, the more you seek to explore. And certainly there are different periods of your lives in relation to, to the development of your physical vehicles where your interests change. That is part of your, your journey as a physically manifested being, specifically a human being. But the more fluidity that you allow, the more things that you sample and discern whether they're your true preference or not, the, 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 the richer and more sophisticated your being will become. But there's nothing wrong with deciding that you do not want any part of any of it, or that, that there is something that even the idea of is really not your preference. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's being open to the idea of, because there's so much programming. There is so much programming, especially on this topic. You, you, you may be in an environment due to polarity that, that is, is match shared, is hypersexualized because you all have this, this, this curiosity, at least, if not a very strong drive towards sexual activity. So it's, it's able to be harnessed and control you. You are controlled by the notion of sex. Buy this and you will be desirable. Buy that. Do this thing. Don't do that thing. You have that all around you. There are so many controlling elements around this topic because it is something that is very curious to you and it is something that many of you hold a strong desire to experience and experiment with. But then it gets labeled and then it gets placed under the control of another and it becomes demonized in some cases. And that is all, that, those are all aspects of, of the human created matrix that we speak of. And the more you open your minds up to stepping out of that matrix, to understanding that all of these things are simply human creation and that you are an eternal strand of consciousness here having a very temporary human experience. And in that, there is no wrong or right in anything that you do, truly. As, as we stated earlier, we understand that you have all gotten together and decided certain things. But if you, if you want to draw a line, if you begin drawing the line with what is a high vibrational activity and what is a low vibrational activity, if you are not harming another, if you are 
interacting with other beings and in a physical sense. There is no right or wrong in anything that you do. Beautiful. I think that's a beautiful message for everyone to take away that as long as you are up your spiral and doing what is your own personal preference, enjoy. There's no judgment from you on that. We, we are not judging any of it. We will be very, very, very clear about that. We, we are not a judgmental entity at all because there's nothing happening in your world that can damage nor end that which you are eternally. So we see you as the eternal strands of consciousness that you truly are. But in your 3D world, in your physical vehicles, you, you have created some rules and some laws and some ideas. And where we are guiding you is to think in terms of what would an up the spiral activity be for you and what would a down the spiral activity be for you. You, you, you all, as you, you come to absorb these teachings, you come to understand what we mean by that. Up the spiral, above neutral, positive, powerful, joyful, loving. What are you doing in that space? You're not needing in that space. You may be desiring in that space, but you're not needing. You're not forcing anything in that space because you're not needing. When you get below neutral, that's where you tend to trip yourselves up. And that's where you go down these negative paths, but they are negative for you. So while we are not judging any of it on this topic, especially, we want to be very clear with all of you that you have your laws of the land. You have your things that you've all gotten together and agreed upon, but those laws are evolving. But when it comes to down the spiral activity, if you wish to, to choose where you move the marker, we would guide you to move the marker to, to keeping your activities up the spiral. Because when you're down the spiral, you're, you're, you're feeling victimized, you're feeling powerless, you're beating yourselves up about things. That's where the, the, the what you would label as damage or harm comes in. When you're up the spiral, when you're not comparing yourselves against what is supposed to be ideal and simply flowing into the joyful experience of, for the experience of, you cannot possibly go wrong. I mean, I think sadly, probably everyone listening has had both of those experiences. Sexual you are, you are in a contrasting today. environment, so you, you can guarantee that you have. Just one final question from me. When we are experiencing sex in a, in a very um, open, free, up the spiral way, that, that the, the, the experience can almost become ecstatic and can be very uh, energetic, very full of energy. And people talk about Kundalini experiences, uh, the French call orgasm, the little death, because it's that moment of touching paradise. Can you just share a bit of guidance about the, um, the energetic nature of sexuality and, and the, the, the terribly powerful magic of that sexual energy? The, the, the magic and sexual energy is the, the optimal experience for your physical vehicle. Your, your, your physical vehicles move through a vibrational journey, just like everything else in your polarized environment. So your physical vehicle journey moves through an aging process where you essentially will yourselves through this aging process and will yourselves out of the human experience by aging your body out of it. But you also move through a, a journey of pain and discomfort and fatigue to an energetic 
period to joy and elation and feeling good physically, just for the sake of feeling good physically, when you're, when your health is optimized and your vibration is high, you feel good physically. In fact, you can move yourselves mentally to a space to, regardless of, of where your body is vibrationally, you can mentally disconnect from that in a moment. You can train yourselves to do that. You can transmute the, the pain in your body to a different type of energy. You can actually transmute the pain in your body to a healing energy because that momentum of energy has power in it. <clears throat> and understand that the, the, the physical pain, you might consider that the bottom of the vibrational spiral when you are, are very tired or if you are in a lot of pain, if you are, 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 are feeling very inflamed, perhaps you might be lower on the spiral in your physical vehicle. And then when you are feeling joyful and breathing and moving you, and energized, you are more up the spiral. The top of that physical spiral is the orgasm experience. There's got to be, if there is a bottom of it, there has to be a top. So the top of the spiral is just that. But the beauty of this is that you can experience that by yourselves with another or with any number of other beings. You, you, you can have that experience the way that you prefer. There is zero judgment from the energetic realm about how you do that. The judgment about all of that is all matrix. But that, that physical experience, especially through certain periods of your lives, and notice it's energetic, so that ebbs and flows as well, that's part of the journey. That's part of experiencing physical you're, you are in a physical environment. So there are things that are absolutely your preferences and there are things that absolutely are not. And there are things that you enjoy physically. You enjoy perhaps touch, perhaps you do not. You, you, you enjoy body work, perhaps you do not. You enjoy sex with another, perhaps you do not. You are here for your preferences for sure. But that physical experiencing of the earth environment is why you came. But remember that you are a being of consciousness first. So you can control your journey of physical experiences via your consciousness first. But when you're allowing the matrix to tell you what you should and should not be experiencing, or even should or should not be desiring in your own minds, think about that. Think about how much of humanity is programmed to not even allow themselves to think about something. Someone else wants to claim ownership of your thoughts. How matrix is that? But you, you, you all have sovereignty over your own thoughts. And, and the more you feel sovereignty over your thoughts, the more you will have sovereignty over your physical vehicles, your bodies. Thank you. Uh, more, more beautiful messages. I'll hand to Kat now. So to take this in a completely different direction, uh, my questions are, well, no, actually, let, let me go back to that a little bit of different preferences. So um, I was going to save this for later, but in, so say you have a romantic relationship, we'll call it two people because that's so typical <laughs> nowadays, um, two people in a relationship and they have very different sexual preferences. Um, I work with a lot of people who 
um, deal with one partner having a higher sex drive than the other, or in some cases, kinks and fetishes and things like that. So one partner might be interested in BDSM and the other one wants to keep it really vanilla. Uh, what, what do you have to say to couples who disagree in that, but want to be able to find a balance there, especially those couples who want to stay monogamous, but don't agree sexually? Think about our very, very, very simple guidance of removing fear and judgment. When you find yourselves in a scenario such as that, if you remove fear and judgment, you're removing the judgment around the, the different vibrational path that the two beings or more beings are on. So for your example, if one is more vanilla, as you say, and the, and the other is more into kinks, if you remove judgment around all of that, the one who is more vanilla is more allowing of the kinks. Even if they are not specifically wanting to participate, at least they are opening their minds to dipping into it and experiencing it as, as the partner. If they remove fear, then you are also removing the fear of the partner experimenting or playing out their kinks that are not the vanilla one's preferences with others. Because there's no fear and there is no judgment. If there is truly no fear and judgment, understand that the judgment and the fear around all of that, again, is the matrix. Two beings together forever, only being with one another. Notice how that does not work out very well for most of you. Because you're vibrational beings. You're, you, you, you are so much more than just the physical vehicle that you're in. You're eternal. You, you, you have been more and are more than you can possibly comprehend in your human experience. You, you are here allowing that egocentric overshadowing of your eternal consciousness that understands, your eternal consciousness understands that you are, are, are not a gender or, or, or any of the labels that you are assigned uh, on planet Earth as a human being, that, that you are infinite that you have been and will be and are many, many things into infinity, well beyond the comprehension of anything in the earth environment. And here you are experiencing this very temporary situation in a physical vehicle with all of these, the, these interests and all of these curiosities. And to meet another that complements your vibration, and that's what you're usually observing in, in, a, in a romantic relationship coming together in a complementary vibration, meaning there are things that you agree about and understand each other about very deeply. And there are elements in the other that are not as present in you that you are looking to complement your vibration with. That is why you have a saying that opposites attract. There are elements in, in any romantic relationship or even friendship where there is enough difference in the romantic relationships, this is even more pronounced. So you have this enough difference in you that there's, there's, there is no way, we, we, we are not ones to say impossible, but it is not probable that you are going to vibrate exactly the same all the time. In fact, that is impossible. That is against universal law. You, you are not going to flow through the same desires and same experiences and same vibration for any amount of time, much less decades. It's, it's, it's simply not possible vibrationally to do that because your own independent journeys because you, you are creating your reality via your subconscious and the other is doing the same. And you are not plugged into one another that way where you're exactly having the same experience because there would be nothing offered in the relationship. 
The offering in the relationship is the contrast of the relationship. The offering in the relationship is that common ground and, and the joy that, that you have in being with one another, but also the expansiveness as all elements of your world is in the disagreements and in the differences and the allowing of the other to, to be themselves. So this idea of fidelity, the reason it has not worked is because it is so terribly flawed in relation to universal law. Huh. <laughs> that just got my wheels turning in a few different directions I wasn't expecting to go. Um, okay, so getting back to fidelity. Um, again, a lot of people I interact with do choose to keep their relationships monogamous, but not all. Um, that also leads to the issue of those who do not choose monogamy. They choose things like polyamory. And for those of you that aren't familiar with that term, it's having multiple relationships where everyone is aware of all the relationships taking place. Um, it, then it can come down to things like uh, infections, sexual diseases, things like that. So it might be a case where a couple is open to being with other people, but then has physical reactions that are not conducive to doing such things where where can they in a way like act out these fantasies or partake in these types of types of activities while still being in a safe and committed environment there there is there's no one answer to that the, the the interacting with other physical beings is always going to make you susceptible to, to things that are contagious certainly mm -hmm. But understand that so many of, of what you would label of, of, of a sexually transmitted illness of any kind is very often related to the, the shame that is offered in the matrix around it. The, the, the being is doing something and feeling guilty about what they are doing and doing it anyway. This, this applies to any topic. David was, was meeting with one recently who... who was, was, was fearful about getting the vaccine, but they were also fearful about the results of not getting the vaccine and they manifested the illness. That works on all topics. So if you are judging yourself for what you are doing and feeling unhealthy about it vibrationally, your physical vehicle can take on and reflect that vibration. So the, the idea of safety is always in your attitude, understanding that, that there is a level of, of what you would call risk involved in interacting with other physical beings in that intimate way. But if you feel healthy and you are at ease with your doing it, you are certainly improving your chances of having a, a healthy result. And, and we will point out that, that this is not about us blaming anything on anyone because you're all operating in vibrational flow. So when you start talking about everything being attracted to you, you are not attracting something because you deserve it. You're not attracting, attracting something for any other reason that it's part of your vibrational flow. This is why we guide you to be at ease with your vibrational flow, to stop judging yourself so much, to stop fearing. And in doing that, you move through your vibrational flow with more grace and ease. 
but certainly it is always possible for any obstacle to present itself in a physical environment. You are just improving your chances, for lack of better terminology, when you systematically raise your vibration. When, when you stop judging the downflow and stop judging the things that, that perhaps you, you do the day after, that, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That was wrong. That was evil. I was taught not to do that. I wanted to do it so much that I went and did it anyway, and I judge myself for it. And now the next day, I'm judging myself even more for it. How often do you do that? If, if you're doing that, you're creating that experience for yourselves. But if you can get beyond the judgment and the fear on any topic, you will have a positive experience 100% of the time. And understand that anything that, that transpires as a result of is not possibly going to end that which you are. If nothing else, we are very much guiding you to all see yourselves as the eternal strands of consciousness that you truly are and understand that anything that you manifest as an experience in your, your physical journey is just that. It's an experience. And, and as if we understand you correctly, as souls, we've come down here to have as many varied experiences as we can. Indeed. If, you, if you're taking fear and judgment out of the equation as much as possible, you're not going to eradicate it completely because it's part of, it is part of your ego consciousness. However, that part of your ego consciousness has been, has been taken and amped up and overdeveloped, if you will. That, that's created your matrix. That's where all of the judgment and the fear is delivered to you and teachings from all, all over. And when you move through that and begin to detune that, you can flow into an experience even if there is what you might consider a negative outcome and understand that that negative outcome is only negative because you are judging it as such. So when you're seeking safety, having a, a high vibrational attitude of best possible outcome for you, the universe always takes care of me and moving into any experience or set of experiences with that attitude, you are going to, to be at ease and at peace with whatever transpires from there. And if it's some sort of an illness that's attached to, to, to the, the activity, then you will move through that experience. You're all going to move through experiences that the matrix labels as negative. But understand this, your judgment of it creates 100% of your suffering in it. And, and all our experiences are valid, if be they complete abstinence and 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 asexuality to complete sexuality and, and obsessiveness with it. Indeed. The entire spectrum. Indeed. And, and understand that there, there are beings that are abstaining from sex because of their judgment around it. And there are beings that are having constant sex because of their judgment of self around it, because they believe it's what they're supposed to be doing or not doing. And it's all judgment. So when you remove the judgment and you remove the fear, you discover your preference. We refer to that as the clarity of source. Because we are not fearing and we are not judging. We are encouraging you to flow through a collection of experiences during your human journey and understand that your unwanted experiences, void of judgment, become just that, experiences. And the ones that you consider difficult very often are the ones that increase your sophistication. 
that make you a more sophisticated strand of eternal consciousness. And the important thing to understand is that when you become a more sophisticated version of you in physical, that increased sophistication moves all the way through all of your experiences. That is expansion. And your strand of consciousness expansion contributes to the expansion of the entire universe. That is why physical exists in the first place. For eternal strands of consciousness that are pure positive energy to flow into physical environments that are always polarized and experience preferences and things that are not preferences. And the things that are not preferences serve as the launch pad of all of your new creation. So all of the things that you think about and all of the things that you want to evolve through, you wouldn't be doing all this evolving if you didn't have the challenges in the first place. So humanity has created this matrix and humanity started defining what sexuality was supposed to be. Notice that from continent to continent, this idea that was all around reproduction and producing more beings was a constant thread. That is why what you would call homosexuality or bisexuality has morphed into becoming taboo. And is now, now that is unraveling because there was a time that humanity's preference was coming together and creating more of XYZ. And that was better accomplished with, with not allowing anything other than heterosexual behavior. But it didn't change the desire. It just added fear and judgment and it added a lot of angst. And you have moved through it enough to where you are detuning that now. You're detuning the judgment around it. So this now leads into the topic I was actually going to start with, and that is when it comes to judgment, especially when we're judging ourselves. So like, for instance, um, I've noticed like there's a couple in particular I'm thinking of that um, they would they would have like sexually transmitted infection reactions to when they would sleep with other people and not tell their partner. But then when they had group sex, like if they had threesomes or things like that, where both partners were there, their bodies didn't have those same reactions. And I'm realizing now a good way to explain that is they didn't have the guilt attached. I, and so coming- You, you, you are all attracting everything that you experience. We are guiding all of you to understand that and remove the guilt around the attraction of it. Because that's where so many stop learning things such as this. When they hear something such as that, that is completely logical in 3D even, but then stop by saying, so it's my fault, I attracted it, and I don't want to hear anything else because I'm not ready to claim responsibility for it. Uh -huh. But if you take fault out of it, if you were taking the blame out of it, if you're taking the judgment out of it, yes, it is your manifestation that you manifested via your guilt or shame around what you did. You are creating your own karma. Karma is nothing more than law of attraction. So now for those who have experienced sexual trauma, um, especially coming from a very young age, and this is something I talk about a lot, like in my books and things I've been through and a lot of clients I know, um, those who have experienced gang rape, um, severe sexual abuse during sexual encounters, later on in life, um, 
it can go several directions. Some of them become completely uninterested in sex because they're afraid and they associate it with negativity. Uh, what I've noticed with people I've worked with is even more commonly those types of actions and activities actually become a turn on for the person later on. A lot of people who have been um, severely sexually taken taken advantage of come to enjoy that type of activity and um, their traumas actually can later become kinks. There's a whole lot of controversy in this area because a lot of therapists are saying this is unhealthy. And if, um, if you want someone choking you, that's just, you're reliving your trauma. When in my experience, it can actually become a really healthy thing. So you're taking your trauma, finding appreciation for it, and then it grows into something that you can actually think of as a positive thing. What do you have to say in that arena? Because I do know some people that love to read about erotic rape or to actually have their partners in a consensual environment pretend to rape them. And it's it can be very healing. What are your take? What's your take on that? <laughs> First, we, we will start that you have presented yet another example of polarity of a manifestation and, and the result of that manifestation having two different, very opposite effects, because yet again, you were in a polarized environment. The, the idea of the, the, the more extreme example that you provided in, in accordance with, with current human thought of a young one being gang raped by many others, you, you all stop yourselves at how would that person attract that? We will return to the, 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 the fact that that being is operating a physical vehicle that is not the wholeness of that which they are. So that being is bringing in much more than what they are identified as in the matrix. You, you, you very much wish to, to keep your children innocent. And, and we understand that, that thought process very, very well. And they are not yet necessarily desiring something like that, if ever. And the ones that are involved in something like that, it's important to understand that there is a vibration present that placed them in the path of such a thing. And that's hard for many to comprehend. However, it's a vibration. It could be a vibration of other things that have happened in other environments. It could be a vibration of lack of safety that builds momentum and, and leads to something such as that. There are all sorts of things that can create that vibrational environment for such a thing to happen. But in the matrix, what, what humanity tends to do is cut that off right there and say that the young one was the victim and that everyone else were the aggressors and they are demonized, they are monsters, and that is it. They all need to be punished and the other one needs to be labeled a victim for the rest of their lives. What you're seeing is, again, that personal preference of what path shall I take from here? Certainly, having something as violent and abrupt as what you have described is going to change the trajectory for the being that is labeled the victim. But they decide whether they want to detune it by making it something that is pleasurable for them, making it palatable, so that that traumatic experience then becomes something that was magical to them even. It's a way of dealing with it. It is a way of them coming to terms with finding appreciation for it, detuning. We guide you all to, to move toward detuning your transgressors. What better way to detune transgressors than to turn the, the traumatic event that occurred to something that is a, a pleasurable experience that you now seek? That is detuning. 
the 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 other end of the spectrum from that and 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 we are here to tell you that there is no judgment from us around any path from there certainly and we do understand the perspective and we do understand how troubling that is for you to witness but again the the ones that are labeled the perpetrators of such an event are doing so from down their spiral very often as a result of sexual oppression in their own their own uh, operating systems that they are taught that something is taboo or evil and that they are supposed to be the, the aggressors in a certain sense and they are supposed to be the ones that are dominant and there is something that is available to them that is not being allowed. That's the matrix. That is, is the very thing that drives others to such an event. And understand that you have all gotten together as humanity and decided to be less animalistic, less violent. It is not stopping those things, certainly. But by and large, humanity, the matrix is, is definitely something that is, is, is very heavy in the teachings of you are going to treat each other with respect, at least the concept of, even though you see all sorts of evidence to the contrary of that. But understanding that humanity has evolved, and there certainly was a period where there was no such thing as consent. There was no such thing as the age of consent. That's the history of humanity. You've evolved, you've developed, you've all gotten together and decided that there's an age of consent, that there is a, a question that should be asked and this consent should be given. There's nothing wrong with that. But vibrationally, you, you are all developing beings operating these physical vehicles. And this period of time where you've gotten together and created the law of the land is, is very, very short in comparison to all that humanity has been that developing level of sophistication expressed in physical. Very often the, the vibration of, of humanity is well ahead of, of the physical evolution of humanity. So you are simply in your example, highlighting a being having an experience that was disruptive and abrupt, certainly in most cases, but it was not sudden out of nowhere. There was something that built momentum to such an event. And then the path beyond that event was the preference of that being. And you, you were in a polarized environment, so it can always be either or and anything on the spectrum in between. Okay, so uh, <laughs> David told us we could just bear all here. So I'm gonna use myself as an example in such situation of having attracted a number of extremely sexual events from early on in childhood all the way into adolescence where I found myself in situations where what others would say was me being extremely taken advantage of to the point where I actually started to look forward to such situations and finding myself in them, not necessarily consciously on purpose, but when they did happen, um, it was borderline enjoyable for me. A lot of it had to do with the adrenaline rush. It wasn't until years later when I started transmuting a lot of that energy into something that was in a more controlled environment. So purposely putting myself in situations with people where everyone is consenting and I wanted to be in those situations instead of being forced into them. Because when I looked back on those situations, I would actually fantasize about them later rather than looking at it as something to be afraid of. And I would sometimes purposely find myself in situations where 
these things could happen again. Um, took a lot of therapy <laughs> to kind of address and decide that there isn't actually something wrong with me. However, um, growing older and wanting to set these types of situations up in a safe environment, I find it sometimes tricky to explain to a potential partner or to a current partner, hey, I would like to experience this with you and here's what I would like. And then not having the judgment coming from the other person. Do you have a recommendation for how to bring these types of things up to others? So for instance, there's a lot of like slut shaming and kink shaming out there. There's people who have some really interesting kinks that they have trouble talking to their partners about because they feel like they're going to be judged in return. I've even had partners tell me, no, we're not going to do that because I think that's gross or I'm not comfortable doing that with you. How do you recommend starting these types of conversations to help eliminate the fear and judgment around it? The, the foundational answer to that will be the same answer that we offer for everything and is to start with removing fear and judgment from the topic Thank and you. understanding <laughs> that you are attracting the, the scenario that you're in. You're a co-creator of it. So if you are co-creating a scenario with another being and, and you are removing fear and judgment and diving into a topic, have you attracted that other being in your removal of fear and judgment and wanting to flow into, into these interests? Or have you attracted them in a very different vibration and now you're trying to force them down a path that they are not aligned with? That is the difference. And when you speak of, of forcible in these scenarios, understand that, that you, again, are in a polarized environment. So you are going to have beings that are more dominant and enjoy being the ones that are in control. And you are going to have beings that enjoy being controlled. And, and, and where is that better expressed than in your sexuality? Because again, the matrix has worked out of you this idea of allowing yourselves to be controlled. You are told that there's something wrong with you if you want to be controlled. You are, you are also often told there is something wrong with you if you want to control. But you're in a polarized environment. So that exists in all of you and certainly can, can wax and wane depending on the vibrational flow that you're in. The one that is dominant is not necessarily always dominant unless they are making themselves that way. Uh -huh. you, 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 you flip in and out for sure, because you're, you're not a static vibration, but there, there is a dominant vibration that is present. And if you have developed one in your detuning of a time when you were forced and understand that, that, that submissive aspect was already present to allow the first act that ever happened. And then as you move through and detune by hearkening back as the submissive being, that you were in that moment and perhaps have developed into even more enjoying that aspect of it and understanding that the, the human programming may lead one to, to react in a negative way when you bring that up because they have been programmed to think that that is wrong and it is evil and shouldn't be done and they're not allowed to do it. So I just had a really big epiphany on that one. So, um, my whole life, I've actually believed that um, a lot of the like the sexual side of my personality, or well, just the, that part of my sexuality, developed because of those situations when I was younger. I'm realizing now that that was already innately a part of me, and which is why those situations happened in the beginning, which is why they didn't traumatize me the way they could for some people, because vibrationally I attracted them 
enjoyed them and grew from those situations later on in life. And well, you also allowed yourself to open your mind around the topic and not necessarily be so steeped in the matrix that you allowed that victim weight to be hung around your neck. Okay. There is that because there, there is not a lot of value in that beyond the contrasting experience of, of being the victim. The expansion is in the moving through that in your own unique way. You are able to move through it faster than some. Some do not move through it at all. And that becomes their experience in their human journey. We are not judging any of it. However, you have provided excellent examples of, and, and, and in your epiphany, coming to realize that there, as we stated before, there was a path that was traveled to reach that point of the physical expression. The vibration, and this is very important, and, and, and we perhaps will leave you with this thought. The, the physical expression always follows the vibrational creation, and you are all creating your reality. So that vibrational creation is already in existence in thought and consciousness before it is ever expressed in physical ever, 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 ever. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> With much love, that is what we have. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do we oh, need a part really... two? <laughs> <laughs> Do we need a part two where we say, listen to part one before daring listen, to, like with a disclaimer, don't go to part two until you listen to part one. It was pretty loaded. <laughs> yeah, it was great. There was some, I mean, I think, Wendy, to your point, the messages were just so dense the whole time. It's really worth going back and listening to this several times and jumping around to the parts that resonated with you and listening to them again. Yeah, and it, it came together really well. Like we had the, the general kind of overview of human sexuality and some, yeah, some really good broad advice for, you know, no matter where you are right now to going to some real specifics with you, Matt and uh, Matt and Kat. So I, I think it, it came together really well and we covered a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I no, agree. Was... I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, there was a lot here. If this is the first time you're ever listening to the stream, you started at the deep end of the pool, buddy. <laughs> Dive in head first. <laughs> and you know, it's very likely that people might start here or on money, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sex but and money be, might be the first ones you go to. There's all kinds of teachings. It's important to understand if you are listening to this, and I'm glad you brought this up, Matt, that these are meant to go in sort of a chronological order. Uh, but it's important to listen to all 10. It really is important to listen to all 10 to really get all of the stream's teachings because it all starts to weave together. And if you've hung out this long and you haven't been turned off uh, or upset by any of it, I applaud you for that. I appreciate that. And understand that all of this stuff <laughs> begins <laughs> to make sense the more you hear it from the stream. Uh, it makes a lot of sense to me because it's coming through me and I've been doing it for a long time now. Uh, and, and the panel here certainly has heard enough from the stream to where they understand and they're not uh, overly uh, freaked out or judgmental of, the, of, of what's being offered. But if you are, it's okay. If you had a little bit of a, of a response to some of this, it's okay. You're exploring, you're learning new things. My promise to you is that the stream is pure positive energy. The stream is pure love, but the stream in their pure love is not judgmental. And that's the thing. We are taught to be judgmental and we've got this human created set of rules and laws, and they're not all bad. We are not necessarily uh, saying that you need to get rid of all the laws and all the rules altogether and just be free. 
because we've traveled very far down this path of all these rules and laws, but there's a lot of them that we can leave behind. And I think that that's what the streams teachings are all about. Creating your own operating system where you are kind to yourself, you're kind to others, and you're allowing yourself to flow through any experience that you desire. And when you're in that space, those experiences are never going to be harmful for you or anyone else. I want to thank our panel, Cat Wonders, Matt Garden, and Wendy Prostinsky. Thank you all so much for being here. I can't wait to have you back on another panel uh, for another one of these podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. I'm excited to share with you that we are returning to live in-person events in 2022. Our first event will be our Los Angeles Summit on January 15th, 2022, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific and lasting until 3 p.m. If you've attended one of our virtual events on Zoom, you know the magnitude of the super vibes that we create in these interactions. You know how deep we go into the stream's teachings and how your life can forever be changed in one powerful collective consciousness event. I'm so excited that we're getting together in person to take this to another level. So visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events to learn more and to secure your seat. Again, that's thestreamofdavid.com forward slash events. I look forward to seeing you there.